I've been enjoying our night so much this far, guys. Um, the food has been so good. Everything has been amazing. Service this far, how is it for you guys? Yeah, it was really good, right? I know. Uh, I really have to go to the toilet. I'll be right back, be back with you in a second. And um, yeah. Okay, let's, let's see. Wait, another, this guy. Oh my God, he's so good looking. That's insane. Okay, swipe right, 100%. He, he wants to see me tonight. Can I, can I actually do that? Yeah, you know where I, girl, can I do, yeah. Okay, I can do that, that's, that's fine, right? But we'll go partying after this and no, I don't know, it should be okay. I'll just think about it, I'll just think about it. I, I'll let him know that it might be an option and um let's enjoy let's enjoy the evening first right guys oh, let's head back into the bar and okay yeah we'll talk about this later we'll talk let's go i've had so much fun tonight guys this club is just amazing and have you seen the guys around here oh my god i'm so feeling this i am going home with someone tonight wait some something is vibrant it's my foot shit I forgot I told the other guy that I'd be seeing him tonight. What should what should I do? Um I don't know. Let's just have fun here and I'll probably head home to this guy, but anyways, hot girl summer, right? Let's just have some fun. It's five in the morning. I have no clue where I am in the city. I have to get back home. My head's pounding. This is insane. I don't know why I did that. I really have no clue. I really want to get to bed. I'm so tired. The two minutes that you've just listened to probably sounded quite familiar. Maybe not all of it, but at least partly. I know that in this day and age, hookup culture has become quite a thing. What I've just shared with you guys is what I hear from um, a lot of my friends actually happening on the daily. Not only from my friends, but you see it on Instagram stories about it. You hear about it on the internet in general. You see TikTok videos about it. You see TED Talks about this subject. It's been going anywhere and everywhere and we cannot get rid of it anymore. Or can we? On the other side, we have the other extreme, celibacy. But which of the two should we go for? Today's episode, we will be discussing the two extremes, hookup culture and celibacy. So before we go into all of the hookup culture, celibacy and everything behind this, I think it's quite important to define hookup culture and celibacy first. So, according to the internet, hookup culture is one that accepts and encourages casual sex encounters, including one-night stands and other related activity without necessarily including emotional intimacy, bonding or a committed relationship. That's how we define or in general hookup culture is defined. Whereas celibacy is defined as a state of voluntarily being unmarried, sexually abstinent, or both. 
it's literally quite the the opposite of each other, I would say. And just to give you an idea of what's been happening around me, what I've been seeing, what I've been noticing, what I've been hearing, this is something which has happened very, very recently. And a friend of mine has told me this. And I was shocked, to say the least. I was beyond mad. I was full with rage almost as to how this could even happen surprisingly this is apparently not very uncommon and this is part i think of the hookup culture and this is has to do with the hookup culture i think it comes from the whole hookup culture and that's why i personally believe we are in need of change but what am I talking about? I'll explain it to you. So, I have this friend and she loves to party. She loves going out. Um, she, she just loves being social. She loves socializing, I would say. And at one point they were having dinner with their, with their house. Because that's what happens a lot in the Netherlands. It's like people live in, students live in big houses and... You do dinners together, depending on even like sorority dinners and stuff. But this was, I believe, a house dinner. And then you usually get a date for the dinner. Or in this case, it was a blind date. And so there was a date um, there for her. She didn't know this guy, nothing whatsoever. But it, it should have been a nice guy. So she's having this dinner it's so much fun he's super social seems like a great guy overall and afterwards they head home and or they actually i don't think they were having the dinner at home i'm quite sure they weren't but let's say they head home and it was also kind of expected from her to let him stay over because he came from like a different part of the Netherlands so he had to travel a lot so he couldn't go home in the middle of the night so the guy stayed over and whilst they're um, I think in bed she just doesn't she's not feeling it she doesn't want to like really do anything um, intimate sexually and she's yeah it does just doesn't feel right is what she voiced to me and this guy just keeps on pushing her and keeps on telling her, like, yes, you know, like, why wouldn't you even do that? We had fun, right? Like, you can at least do this, right? Come on, we had fun, so much fun tonight. Do you not think I'm, like, uh, attractive? Do you not find me attractive? Like, why do you not want even, like, want to hook up with me? It doesn't make sense. Like, it's not that big of a deal, right? And when she told me this... If I could have gotten through like that screen, I would have just climbed out of it. I would have found this guy and I like there wouldn't be much left of him, I think, because how with the right state of mind can you say Oh, you can at least do this, right? Come on, like we had so much fun tonight. It doesn't mean a lot, like it doesn't mean anything. And then just to make it even worse the next guy, next uh, next day, guy leaves, and he texts. I I cannot even put it to words. It 
it makes me nauseous to think of this. But he texts her and he's like, yeah, um, I've had so much fun. I hope you've had fun as well. Um, to be honest, though, I see this as a one time thing. And um, yeah, we're on the same page, right? Excuse me. Excuse me. Where did you find the nerve? First of all, one time thing. Like, I'm, thank God he didn't get his way. So what he wanted didn't happen. But imagine, imagine that you be that girl and he just pushed and pushed through and you give in at some point and how you feel. That's awful. That's awful. No girl, nor guy, nobody should have to experience this. And the fact that casual sex or casual intimacy is so normalized nowadays it blows my mind the fact that you even push through when somebody vocalizes to you that they do not want to get with you that they do not want to hook up with you that they just think it is enough it should be enough you shouldn't have to explain yourself one no should be enough and i just needed to get this out because i feel like anyone should know this and hear this and I hope that you never have to experience this or have to go through this. And I still feel the pain of my friend. And I feel so sorry for her because it's just not okay. And if I ever come see this guy, he better better run. But why why this? Um, How do we get here, first of all? Well, I think it has a lot to do with history and time. And this is something that actually... um, if you're interested in this, there's a TED talk on the subject. It's by Lisa Bunnegy, if I said it correctly. And she talks about hookup culture and how we got here. It's from, it's from I think, seven years back now. So it's a bit, uh, maybe a tiny bit outdated. But still, the way she goes through time, and I'll speak you, like, walk you through this, I think it makes a lot of sense as to how we get here. Let's start in the 1960s. So, most of the people listening to this are probably Generation Cs or um, maybe a bit older, like millennials and stuff. Um, But imagine that you grew up in the 1960s. Just think of your your parents, maybe. Um, And if we go back to that age, kids were always being watched because usually it's after war still and mothers were still at home they didn't go to work as often and that meant that whenever you were home somebody was watching over you and you were being disciplined you're being disciplined by your family your mom and uh, otherwise by school because back then it was still okay to get disciplined physically which I do not agree with first of all but it was very different from now and then in the 1970s we see that the mums go back to work and that means that the children are more alone they have more alone time they're not being disciplined all the time nobody can really then see what they're doing during the day but then by the 1980s most at least let's talk for I'm talking now for where I come from, so let's say Western European countries, the States probably as well. Um, I do not know 
uh, for other parts of the world, but just to give you an idea where it comes from in Western society. So in the 1980s, we could say that nearly everyone went back to work and kids kind of became wild, apparently, according to Liza, at least, um, because I wasn't born yet, so I don't know. Um, also because parents were thought back then to become friends with your kids because the kids became so wild, they were having like these parenting books and they were taught to not say no to your kids, which I cannot imagine my mom telling me like, yes to everything I want because I don't think that would work but that was how they did it back then and schools also had to teach the kids and teach the kids about sex as well which was a big stigma around that back then it was not really normalized to talk about these kinds of things because the parents of these children in the 1980s for them it was not normal to talk about sex because they never grew up with parents talking about sex so why would they talk about sex with their kids then we go on to the 1990s we're getting there computers are starting to arise that means the internet of things is coming and we really see see a turn here we see that because the parents are so busy of these kids they have no really no leadership no guidance and they turn towards the media they turn towards computers and they turn towards what there is on the internet and now we're in the 2000s and it's not just this it's not just the internet we have not just computers we have mobile phones when i grew up thinking back i think i had my first phone when i was I don't know, I think about 11, I think 11, but then it was still like the ones you had, like the big Nokia phones, you know, like the big ones with the, I don't even know, it was not, there was no screen on it, you could just call and text and you had to push three times to get a C, that kind of stuff, which probably even people listening now have never experienced that, but just to give you an idea. And then I think I was probably 13 when I had my first phone with like a a proper screen on it and stuff. But then there weren't just phones. Now in the 2010s, there were also, obviously, there are iPads, there are MacBooks, there are computers, there are TVs, there are... Even your watch can have a screen nowadays. You can do anything you want on the internet through any type of social media provider you'd like and a big part of why I think the hookup culture or dating society has changed so much is because kids grow up with seeing different things back in the 1960s you would maybe or even earlier you would see people going on dates you wouldn't see people having sex on the internet as a normal thing there was no pornography like that there were maybe magazines but that was not the same as actually viewing people having sex you would make sure that your children also wouldn't see that kind of stuff you would maybe have your bigger sister being picked up by a guy and they would go out for maybe a movie or dinner or anything the like and nowadays you see your bigger sister getting picked up in a car to not leave the car once, 
and being returned back home or even news even better or even worse whatever you could say you see your bigger sister getting picked up you're being told by your bigger sister that you they you cannot tell mom you cannot tell dad and that nothing has happened and then you're asking why and you just and your bigger sister says yeah you know i'm just having some fun with him it's nothing serious i just don't want mom and dad to know and as a little sister, you grow up with that idea that that's normal, that that's okay, that that's fine, and that that's how it should be, in a way. And to be quite honest, I cannot lie and say that I never took part in this. I also, while saying this, I'm thinking back of my younger sister, who is six years younger than me, and I know that I really have to talk to her as well, because... She has probably seen things of me and thinking that it's normal, whilst it's not. And she really, it sounds so weird, but she really deserves better than that. Because I never had a bigger sister. I only looked at what other friends and other people did. And sort of made up my own mind as to what is normal and what is not. And I feel like we should all become super aware and conscious about this and shift this consciously shift this to what I think would be a better place. So on the other end of the spectrum there is something called celibacy. This is something that is not very common I would say. I don't have a lot of people surrounding me that would say that they practice celibacy even though I know someone which is interesting and i am not i wouldn't consider myself to be celibate but i recently listened to a podcast from hindsight and it was about celibacy and it was really interesting his views he had been in a two-year relationship uh no he actually had been celibate for two years then been in a relationship and then been celibate again for three years if i say correctly and The way he views these things, it just really resonated with me. The way he spoke about getting to your like inner self again and being able to connect with yourself and also really being able to connect with another, I think was a major part of this. And it really made me think. And it also made me think about what, how I had been acting over the years and like most of you know, I have been in a two-year relationship from my 17th till my 19th. And afterwards, after we broke up, I actually, I hadn't been with anyone for really quite a long time. That's a, that's a thing. I say quite a long time. It was just over half a year because I didn't, it was not really in me to just hook up with someone because that I'd never done that before. I had only been really intimate with my ex-boyfriend by then and I didn't feel like doing that even though I had people surrounding me that would. Um, but it also, after after so long, because that's what it felt like for me, I felt like maybe it's getting weird, you know, um, everyone's really like hooking up and stuff and I'm just here 
not feeling comfortable enough to do it. Like, is there something wrong with me? And I didn't think so. I, I was just, I think I was really confused. And then I met this guy and we were really hitting it off. And it was so much fun. It felt like we had the same mind. I felt like we were really making a connection mentally. And we saw each other quite a couple of times, but he lived quite far away. So he lived like three and a half hours at least like away from me. But he and I, when I would be um, near, like in the area, we would see each other and we would, I wouldn't consider it to be actual proper dates because they weren't really out in the open, which should have been the warning sign straight away. But I, I just thought, you know, it's fun to go on like walks together and stuff. And it was fun. It was nice. We had amazing conversations. Um, nothing really like crazy happening there. But then he he visited me where I live and he stayed over and we we ended hooking up and it was it was fine. I just remember that I I liked this guy but I didn't feel deeply for him like I had felt for my for my ex-boyfriend or for other guys that I felt for before and with him it was just like the hooking up the entire experience it just didn't feel right for me and it just didn't resonate for me that's why afterwards I wrote this poem and it's a poem that has three parts and I'll read it out to you it's called love these days or love dance number one. I have two names for them. Decide which one you like better. Why is love so fucked up these days? People used to be able to love in a thousand different ways. We didn't use to question a guy when he would hold open the door, would ask you to be his on the dance floor, would cuddle you without any further intentions, would give you all of his love and attention, would make you laugh so hard, would take you on dates to vineyards, would be extra gentle with you, would give you something borrowed, something new and something blue. And most of all, when he would truly just listen to you, care for you and be there for you. Because that's how I, I think I grew up with the idea of love, that it was supposed to be like that, but also never actually having it seen with anyone apart from in the movies and i remember older people talking about love being so different and being so much better back in the days and that's why i wondered like why why is love like this right now and the next part part two also read out to you she said it's too good to be true isn't it? I can't commit. He must have some deeply wounded soul, or it might be the anger issues he can't control. Whilst lying next to him, she thought, what if I get caught? Am I foolish for having done this? I should have left him lingering for that kiss. Do I think that's how, how many girls and guys, don't get me wrong, but speaking from my own experience and from my girlfriend's experiences, that's how many girls feel after the hookup. 
at first you hope that it's going to be something, and then you're afraid, because why would he be even be doing this like that? And like, what's maybe what's wrong? And then the other part is the shame. What if I get caught? Am I foolish? Am I stupid for having done this? I should have just kept him waiting. I should have made him put in proper effort because that's how we can get shamed upon. Like, you wouldn't... Because I remember from being younger, people say you wouldn't just hook up with someone, right? Like, don't be a slut. Don't be a hoe. And I think that's, honestly, about the entire hookup culture, the thing that's really good. The fact that it emphasizes that everyone should be able to make his his or hers days or dams own choice as to whether and what they want to do with their body. Whether this is hooking up with someone, which they are pro-hooking up, but I think the fact that everything is accepted in that way, that's something good. That's something we should definitely take towards wherever we're going, hopefully all together. But then I still have part three. Love dance number three. And I'll read it out. Yet he strokes her hair so gently. He's respectful and so friendly. He kisses her while she falls asleep, holding her tight until she dives in deep. He wakes her up with a kiss on her head, cuddles her until she gets out of bed. Full of thought, her mind has but one question. Is this really 21st century love? It's not meant for succession. That's the third part. And that's how I hope that we'll end end up with in this place. I hope that we can get back to this. The being respectful, the being friendly, the being friends, first of all, instead of just hooking up. The going on a date, the holding, holding each other tight, the diving in deep, the being able to be vulnerable. And there being no succession, that being, that being the love. I think that's what we should aim for. And that's what we should go to. And we'll talk about this a lot more in next week's episode. Because we're not done talking about this. Definitely not. But I think this is an exciting subject. I think we have a lot to speak about. In next week's episode, we'll discuss the pros and cons we would say of both sides because we haven't really gotten into celibacy as well but there's a lot to say for that and I hope that after these episodes we can all shift towards love tense number three all together and that we'll be more present about this subject I think we can all do that but before we leave let's grab a little cart right I just took out the box and grabbed a cart for you guys and it's it's interesting. I hope you can take this through your week. It is the title of the cart today is Renewal and the subtitle, so the text below it is If you did what you've always done, you will get what you've always gotten. And I don't know, I, this is really the universe grabbing these cards for me because I swear, I when I say I grab these cards, I grab them and I do not look at them. They come out and that's 
what we should all take into our weeks. So whether this is for you about the hookup culture, whether this is about celibacy, whether this is about renewal in general, I think we can all take this through our week, try to be a bit more conscious, try to listen to our gut. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, that's a really good one too. And yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to have this chat with me. If you would like to let me know how you like the podcast, that would be amazing. This episode was a bit different than others, especially editing-wise and and just with everything I put into it. But I'd really like to know what you think. If you'd like this podcast, please feel free to write a review or like give me some stars, whatever you'd like. And feel free to contact me. Contact me via Our Universal World on Instagram or on TikTok. They work both. I post my other poems as well on TikTok. And you can also email me via at Our Universal... No, Our Universal Podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to do that as well. And I just want to wish you the most lovely week. Also, it's Monday now that I upload this episode, but... If you're going out this weekend and you're listening to this podcast, Saturday morning, head throbbing. Well, you've gotten into the episode, good then. But um, then I would like to say, think about this. Let it tickle your mind, as I like to say. I'm sending you all hugs and smiles. Lots of love. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.